0: I think this is one of the hardest things I've done in a very long time not because it's a podcast, not because it's me recording myself, which have a bunch of, (laughs) have to do with the, the fear, I guess, but I've tried to record this maybe seven times now. I've gotten pretty far, gotten to maybe like a 19 minute conversation with myself and with the audience. Welcome to the Procrastination Radio Show. I am Ian Complex, your host. And I started this and I wanted to talk about taking up space as it pertains to being a person and then... How it felt applying that those feelings rather to being an artist. Especially for people who feel an innate connection to both things um, and live and breathe with their art. And I keep getting caught up on things that I think I'm just scared to say. <laughs> I think I'm scared to admit to a group of people that I don't know what I'm doing and not in the way of I'm not informed in my action that I'm not coming with years of experience and education and teachers and support behind me, just the fact that I, I don't know where I'm sitting at this moment, you know? And it's weird, it's like, (laughs) I know that I so badly love what I've been doing for the last four years with this network, with Procrastination Radio. And I started it because I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> and I didn't stick to anything. And I was really, really bad at letting life kind of give me an excuse not to live it, if that makes sense. And now I kind of find myself in the opposite position where I feel like the concept of doing everything that I think I need to do is so overwhelming. It displaces me from everything entirely. It's like, (laughs) I have to worry about so many things inside of being an artist inside of being a creative inside of existing then i have to show that process i have to communicate that in a way i have to engage with that and it's it's funny that all those things are happening at the time where i feel like i'm still learning it so it feels weird to even inform people and i I think that's a self-imposed placement of self. I think the more I sit back and just think about how grateful I am for the position that I am in right now, where I'm able to have conversations on a weekly basis with a bunch of inspiring and amazing practicing um, artists and get to share those conversations that means so much to me is amazing. And I think because of how the internet is fashioned and how we have to be the one-stop shop for everything, creation, promotion, uh, revision work, all all these things have to come from one being. And I feel like that's just a lot of work, it's a lot of work. And in that sometimes it feels like I'm not doing enough and that I'm not doing it how it should be. And again, that's my perfectionist side trying to Speak badly upon the achievements that I am making. I can't forget that I, and, and I was talking about this in an episode with a friend. Uh, they go by the name Sailor Goon, um, and we were kind of talking about what I what I said. What I said was that I felt like I was betraying myself giving myself time to work on other things. And they kind of checked me on the language of the betrayal. Like they, they were like, ah, what do, what do you mean betrayal? Because, and as they explained, everything happens for a reason, even the moments that we feel like are too quiet or too slow or too, too drawn out. And While looking at it from that perspective, I am very thankful because of of that year that I took to not work on music as much and not work on writing as much and not work on editing as much that I really honed in my craft of design, design communication, design thinking. And because of that, I was able to finish the branding work and finish the identity work for not only this brand, Procrastination Radio, but for a bunch of other things at at my job. And I think that feeling of being a student and kind of not having anything to show for it is such an interesting feeling that I love because you are so open to the onslaught of advice and education and good words and, bad examples of things that you begin to form your own opinions on things. And I think it feels weird sometimes when you take that time to do something else and you come back to the thing that you felt so secure about. And that security is kind of in a different place. I remember talking about how, how insecure it made me, the amount of other shows, doing similar things that kind of came out because of the internet and because of of just how, how, my, how many things were being pushed this way. And as the algorithm works, the things you like, they will show you that. So because I was into so-and-so person, they were getting interviewed by so-and-so person, which would show me so-and-so person. I was like, ah, so-and-so has this. All right, it's a great explanation. And I feel like on a very personal level, jealousy only comes out of me when I feel like I don't understand the position or the dynamics of a relationship I'm in. And I think in that way, my relationship to what I was creating was jeopardized, because I hadn't been there. I didn't know how to speak to it anymore. I didn't know in which way I could make it happy. I could make it sad, you know, like all these different things. I didn't know how to communicate with this person anymore. And so many other people were doing it so well, which made me very insecure. And what I didn't realize at the time was that I had to forego the knowledge that made the relationship great the first time. This is a very new relationship I'm in. This is a relationship that has never happened before. So of course, the components and the things that made it work last time aren't going to work this time. Keeping in mind, you know, that there are some things that are similar and some things that will work through and through, but I was a new person fundamentally, you know, and I think realizing that and kind of getting out of that constant need to prove myself really helped to bring myself to a place where I could step back into it because it wasn't on a competition thing. It wasn't me trying to out-interview somebody who didn't even know I existed, you know? I think once I really reread what I was trying to do in the fact of supporting people where they are and trying to hear from these voices that loved to create and breathed it daily, um, that that was what really mattered, that I had to get out of the way, you know? I had to get out of the way and let the conversations and the energy and the love and the passion serve who they needed to serve. So now, (laughs) coming back to it even inside of that time, it feels like I'm at another another point of change, another change in the relationship. It feels like now I have to come back and take up the space that isn't here in the way of me in complex. <laughs> I feel like I use the guests as a crutch, and I and in, in, in the way of just. Not letting my voice be heard on the platform. And I think in so many ways I've built more confidence in the conversations. And if you scroll down the YouTube channel, that like those are the like earlier conversations. And I feel like even in those, like those are only maybe like two years old, but from four years ago when I started the show to now. I think I've learned so much and I think I've been able to learn to speak and apply what I think in such a better way than I ever have before. And I just was so insecure about having it only be my voice again and having to think about making content that was just me or, uh, you know, like, ah, oh, maybe it won't get this in this reaction because people don't even think to think of me in this way. Just a lot of things that just made me very insecure again because that relationship, like I said, was, was different. And I really think for me, learning the patience, and I think again, why this conversation was so hard for me to have was because I was trying to speak at it in a way of like, I know what I need to do. I don't know what I need to do. I don't know at all and that's fine. But I feel like even the acknowledgement of that is a very big step for me because I have a very big problem when it comes to the things that I create with control. And in some ways, it's necessary. In some ways, you have to do certain things by the book. But this conversation, after it's done, acknowledging that it was for me, but now it's going to sit somewhere else. And and I'm going to have to be okay with that. I'm going to have to be okay with all of the things that means, you know, and it's, it's funny at, at, at my job. Um, I feel like every, everybody is really into the the idea of like the IQ and the personality test and what have you, and, and where that places you within a certain demographic or team member structure or whatever. But I took certain tests at my job and I was labeled a promoter and I think the people at my job and other friends kind of are always speaking to me about how easy it seems for me to be able to promote somebody else and not myself and it does it does it's different it's a whole different thing to me for whatever reason because it almost feels selfish sometimes it feels like gaudy and and I think coupling the fact that like everything I was just talking about with anxiety, with a warped perception of who I am and who I am to people who perceive me and dozens and dozens of other things that happen because I am chronically online. I think it's landed me in such a weird place where sometimes it takes me out of the the pattern that I'm in when I'm doing what I'm doing and it kind of puts me in this position of reflection that feels very similar to being a student so it 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 feels like I'm being pushed down all the way back to where I've worked so hard to not be anymore And I think constantly having to fight that feeling and beginning to acknowledge it is really good, but it's just so interesting. It's so interesting to have to see my face in places and just (laughs) having to know that the things that I'm saying are affecting people outside of me is just a thing that I am so much more comfortable with if it's in the guise of a conversation with somebody else, you know, and I think if, if only for me to get better at this part of being able to stand up for myself and support myself, support my ideas, communicate them, um, I'll continue to do these solo episodes and solo conversations. And it's funny. I used to I used to do a lot more of these when the show was a little younger because it felt like I was almost in an echo chamber. <laughs> so I was really just talking to myself. And now that I have some people watching I just kind of have to be okay with what that means. It's not bad. It's not negative. It's just scary. (laughs) It's just uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm just at that age where everything is kind of solidifying, everything is coming to be what it's going to be. And I really outside of how it feels love that this challenge is being presented to me inside of this and in my regular life, I'm just having to decide to dig into that uncomfortability and come outside of it better. And I'm so thankful for the people who have supported me and... Walked me through this feeling and all of the peers who are in the same exact place, um, who can, who I can just, you know, sit down and be afraid with, you know, but at the same time they have that awareness to be like, no, but take your time to feel it. But you got to get back up and, you know, figure it out. And I think in a very funny way, I needed to fail at recording this how many ever times I did to get to a place where I was just straight up with myself and with y'all about where I was and how I felt because I have to learn that I don't always need to That I can speak even if it isn't a place of knowing. I can speak and take up space in a place of question, in a place of curiosity, in a place of wonderment. I could just take up space and be quiet. And that's okay. And that no matter what, opportunity that placed me in. It's an opportunity to learn and to get better and to be able to speak to something in a different way and have a different view on something that I didn't have before. So I hope you enjoyed that (laughs) little insight into my brain um, and just kind of a quick recap of where I've been recently and Where I've been mentally. Um, Yeah. I hope you enjoy. I hope. mm, Yeah. Let me know what you think about the conversation. If you have any counterpoints, if you have any information, if you agreed, if you didn't at all, if you've never felt this way, if you have felt this way, if you do feel this way right now. I wanna know. I wanna have a conversation with y'all. So no matter where you are stay at night evening stop procrastinating go get after your dreams they've been waiting for you have a good night